For such a wonderful time, thank God for such a I wonderful time. I can hear the spirit Holy Spirit, let your will be done. I pray I'm that anyone listen to me, Spirit of God. I decree and declare that may I not speak I my own wisdom, may I not speak by the, the influence of complacency, but may Blessing I speak the under the demonstration of your power. I pray that whoever is listening to me, Spirit, Spirit of God, of let the your Lord power shine the person, I can feel his presence everywhere. I can hear the voice of the Lord saying my time is Disturbing Christians because we are this entire harvest. Is, we have is overcome the, the world. To be in the vessel of the Lord is who we are. We are showing something. That person cannot exercise himself in the truth. See, one of the things that can even hinder the voice of the Lord is a penalty to me. The Bible says that this was what Paul was talking to. The Corinth, the church of Corinth, he said that, and I will not speak to the spirit of the spirit the Every side, 
podía Lutres tu buena of God and you see in in ministry or in the work of God they are there are some people who are called to plant and there are some people who are called to water but at the end the one who brings increase in the in the husbandry the, the building of God the one who who brings maturity is about God amen but one thing is that the main problem of Christians uh, the children of God in this 21st century is not whether educated or not about uh, rather uh, you not being to school it's not whether the person is educated or whether the person is not educated our main problem in this end time harvest is spiritual immaturity many Christians are not mature at all many Christians cannot even understand God and you see it is difficult to work with God if you are spiritually matured because the Bible says in John chapter 4 verse number 23 to 24 that an hour cometh which is now is when the two when the two worshippers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth for this is that the father seeketh to worship him God is spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth you see every believer have to serve God in spirit and also in truth you see man is a spirit he has a soul and lives in a body man is not a body and honestly when you talk about the, the, the creature of man or when you talk about why man was created one thing that you should understand is that man is a spiritual being meant to have what we call earthly experiences you see many people think that man is a human being meant to have spiritual experiences that is an error man by true identity is a spiritual being meant to have earthly or human experiences so everything that you are going through in this life is because god wants you to experience by the true nature of me and you are spirit beings amen so one of the problem that god is finding it difficult with his children in this end time harvest is the ability to discern between good and evil is the ability to know between the righteous and the wicked is the ability to know the one who serve god and the one who serve him not and you see the church the body of christ is full of immature people is full of children so when you read first uh, corinthians chapter 3 verse number Paul said, and i pray you could not speak unto you 
as unto spiritual, which means I couldn't communicate with you people that you are matured in God, but as unto canners, which means you are children, even as unto babies in Christ. You see, to grow in the spirit, or when you say that someone is spiritually matured, it's not about age, it's not about how far you came into this life is all about knowing Christ. Your ability to know Christ will determine how far you work with Him as far as maturity in the spirit is concerned. You see, when you read First Peter chapter 2, verse 2, the Bible says, As newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. God required me and you as Christians to grow in him. You see, every whenever a mother gives birth to a baby, a newborn baby, the mother gives him a breast milk and the mother required that a time comes that this baby that was fed with breast milk at the age of five years can be able to uh, 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 bath, can be able to do things on his own, that is to learn on his own. That, that That's what God is also requiring from every believer. You see, there are many people who have been Christians for 20 years, but still they cannot understand the things of God. There are many Christians who have been, who have been in church, who have been doing the things of God for 25 years some have said for 30 years some are even 80 years but still they cannot understand the ways of God and it's a sign that you are spiritually immature it's a sign because Paul said I have fed you with milk and not with meat you see meat belongs to adults and milk milk is also given to babies so whenever a child is whenever a child is about growing we feed the child with milk but there's no way you see an adult feeding himself with breast milk every adult demands what we call a meat for he said that for hitherto you were not able to bear it you see a child cannot bear a child cannot chew meat you see the bible as we read every day has been grouped into two sessions the meat side and the mock side and before you can apprehend the meat side first of all you need to partake or you need to build yourself with the mock so the bible itself which is the word of god the bible itself which is the bread of life the bible itself which is uh, the, 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 the math speak of God is sectioned into two whereby we have a section called the muck as newborn babies desire the sincere muck of the word so as you grow there's also another portion that God wants his children to apprehend and that is the mid side amen you see many people don't understand the ways of God Christians are always giving up why because they cannot apprehend the things of God because they are spiritual spiritually immature so the bible said paul said that for you are you are yet carnal which means you are still children for whereas there is among you envy you see 
an envious Christian is is a baby Christian. Strive, divisions. Are you not carnal and walk as men? Are you not carnal? You see divisions. You see that even the body of Christ has been has been scattered. As the Bible said that a kingdom that stands against itself cannot stand. So the devil sometimes even watches and smile. Why? Because he's dealing with Christians who are not mature. Christians who are, of course, Christians who who doesn't know their purpose. Who doesn't know their existence? Who doesn't know why God created them? It is very sad. Amen. So the Bible said that for while one said, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos. Are you not carnal? Which means, are you not children? It's a child who always says that his mother is beautiful than someone's mother. So the, 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 the reason why the body of Christ is suffering from spiritual maturity is because even among pastors, there have been divisions. There have been divisions, which which is also an error to the scripture. It's an error to the scripture because the Bible said that he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, teachers to, to perfect the saints so that the saints will work for the ministry and edify the body of Christ until we all come together in the unity of Christ. So is that the Christianity is all about unity. It's a building. It's about building the purpose of Christ, building the mindset of Christ, focusing on the attention of the cross. But right now, the church has been turned to competition, whereby a pastor can boldly say that he is better than someone. He is better than this pastor. But they have forgotten, as Paul said, that who who then is Paul? Who then is Paul and who is Apollos? But ministers by whom you believe, they are ministers. Every pastor is a minister. Every pastor is sent to represent God and do the things of God. The Bible says in Acts, the book of Acts, chapter number uh, 20, verse number 28, they say, Take heed of yourselves and the flock which the Holy Spirit has made you, has made you overseer. Feed the church of God for which he has purchased is with his own blood. You see, the body of Christ, the church, was not purchased by any man's blood. It was purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ. So that's why the Bible says, Take heed of yourself, which means that be careful. It means that you should you should you should be firm which means that you should mature of yourself and also the flock is you sh- you need to you need to mature the followers of Christ into a certain level of knowledge because the bible says in jeremiah chapter 3 verse number 15 he said i'll give you pastors from my heart that they may feed you with knowledge and understanding so it is a duty of a pastor to feed a sheep or a church member with knowledge and understanding of god for the person to go deeper for the person to be able to understand why he was created you see a person without a purpose or a person without a vision 
all easily perish because the bible said a place where there's no vision the people perish and you see a child doesn't know anything a child only thinks about what the father will give to him and a child always uh, have an ideal mentality that everything that i ask my father he will give me so you see that there are many people in the body of christ or there are many christians who 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 are children who only come to god because they want something it's not because they love god it's not because they see that god is a father in heaven many christians have missed it they have missed the understanding of christianity they have missed why they are christians they have missed their functionality as christians many people even go to church as a routine like if we, i don't go to church people will say that i i i i am I'm, I'm a type who doesn't like church and that is an error it's an error it's a sign of immaturity and you see many people i'm telling you many people can easily go to hell because of spiritual immaturity because heaven heaven is ready heaven is ready to receive people who are matured in god people who don't have envy people who don't have strife against another people who don't commit uh, uh, divisions people who are not kind of fleshy mentality many people go to church because they want a husband someone go to church because he wants a husband especially the ladies they go to church some of them go to church because they want a baby someone go to church because he wants his business to expand let me tell you something the bible says that seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you you see it takes a matured christian to understand this scripture that he need to give his to God and God will bless him you see let me tell you something look around the Bible said that even the lilies they never talk they don't do anything but yet God look after them so even a common flower undergoes the decoration and and and, and the uh, beautification of God how much more a human being created in his own image so one thing is that one of the problems that has made many christians to be immature is is delusions and deceptions the devil has deceived their mind and this thing happened in the garden of eden when the bible said that god commanded adam he put him in the garden to dress it and keep it so in the nutshell the actual functionality of adam in the garden of eden is to dress it and to keep it but the bible said that god also instructed him that adam you should eat you can eat every tree of this garden but the tree of the knowledge of evil that particular tree don't touch it for the day that you touch it for the day that you eat it you shall surely die and by delusions the bible said that the snake was a subtle entity with the enemy used and he came and he had a an imaginational contact with eve and by delusion the devil said to eve that 
God knows that when you eat this particular fruit, your eyes will be open and you will be like God. And the Bible said that the woman said that the, the, the man saw that the, 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 the fruit was good for food and it, it can make one wise. And you see, one of the things that is causing uh, the highest form of delusion in the sight of people is that many people think that just going to school, just uh, occupying your life with the affairs of this life will make you wise. And many people even think that they know better than God. And many people see God as a heavenly banker not a heavenly father you see god is not a heavenly banker he is not a banker that you go and deposit things and withdraw he is a heavenly father he is a father to children and god is looking for people who see him as a father and it takes a spiritual mature christian to know that god is a father takes maturity it takes maturity to understand that it is God that brings increase the Bible says promotion coming not from the west not to the south but it is from God is God who brings promotion is God who brings increase no man can increase your life no man can promote your life it takes God so the Bible said that Paul said Apollos I, I have planted and Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So the baby that you are looking for is not the preacher who is granting you the baby. It is God who will grant the increase. The pastor can preach for you. The, the pastor can pray for you. The pastor can teach you the word. But it is not the pastor who manufactured the baby for you. It is not a pastor. The pastor can do many directions for you, but it is God who can bring promotion to your work. It is God who can locate you to a man or a woman to marry. It is God who can bless your hand work. Yeah. So it's no there's no pastor who cause an increase in your life. So Paul said that, so then neither is he that planted anything, neither he that watered. That's why I say that in the body of Christ, we have two categories of preachers. We have the planters, and we have those who also come and waters. But at the end, the one who increase everything is God. So he said that, neither he that watered, but God that giveth the increase. It is God who gives the increase. So, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, the person to look upon, the person to focus, the person to cast your burden, the person to love with all your heart is God. It's God who brings the increase. It's God. And let me tell you something. If you are not able to worship God well here, it's a sign that when you go to heaven, you cannot worship Him. 
because in heaven when we go we are not going to build houses we are not going to uh, 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 give birth to babies we are not going to marry jesus said that in the resurrection they will not marry they will be as angels so we are not going to do any earthly work we are not going to build anything all what we are going to do is to worship god and it's rather unfortunate that when you even go to church and it's time for worship you see that is the time that someone is uh, uh, using his phone chatting someone is communicating someone is even sleeping someone someone is just watching around as if he's a photographer just watching around it is God that can increase a person's life it is God that can change a person's circumstance the Bible say it is impossible for man but with God all things are possible it is God who can always solve your problem so the Bible said now he that planted and he that watered are one so the one planting and the one watering they are all ministers of God they are all ministers of God and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor so the pastor who is sent to plant the pastor who is sent to water your life this person each and everyone will receive his or her reward according to his uh, his or her labor of work but the Bible says for we are laborers together with God so a pastor is a laborer with God every preacher you are meant to be a laborer with God so it takes spiritual maturity for a preacher to know that he is a laborer with God and it's, it's rather unfortunately that even the, 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 the Christian preachers, the preachers are immature. That's why I say that the problem, the problem in this end time, this 21st century, is spiritual immaturity. A spiritual immaturity is very rampant in the church, whereby you see divisions, you see mockery. Right now, even the unbelievers are quiet and we Christians are fighting ourselves. So he said that for we are laborers together with God, you are God's husbandry, you are God's building. Amen. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builder thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth upon. Amen. So this is from First Corinthians chapter three, verse number one to uh, ten. When you read these scriptures, you understand. You see, it is rather unfortunately that right now many pastors know the truth, but they are not telling the people the truth. Why? Because the people that even come to church to listen to the word of God, they are not matured. So whenever you are telling the truth, it's like you are harming them. It's like you, 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 are, you, are, you are judging them. But you see, a pastor is not a judge. A pastor is sent to rebook. A pastor is sent to correct. That's why when you read, when you read in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 16 to 17, you see that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, 
for corrections, for instructions in righteousness, that the man of God, which means the Christian, may be made perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So God demands his building. He said, God's husbandry, you are God's building. God demands his building to be complete. God demands his building to, to be matured. You see, there's no one who built a foundation, who, who have decided to build a house, he laid a foundation, and after that, he thinks of not building again. Everyone who builds a foundation, everyone who lays a foundation of a building, whether uh, 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 he wants to build a story building or a boy's quarters or whatever category of house that the person wants to be, after laying the foundation and also taking the, the sketches and also the, the map, everything concerning the house, the person will bring in laborers. And after you bring in laborers, the laborers will, will mix the mortar with water and they start uh, making blocks and they start building. And uh, at the end of the day, they want a finished house, a nice house. And I believe that you that you are listening to me, your heart desire is to build a nice house. So why is it that you are you are the building of God and you don't want to mature? You don't want to mature in prayer. Many Christians find it difficult to pray. Many Christians find it difficult to abide in the presence of God. Many Christians only come to the presence of God for, for things. They come to acts. They never give their ability, their mindset and everything when they come to church is just to ask. Because the Bible said, ask and shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it will be opened. It's true that God is a shepherd and he always provides for his children. But one thing is that you shouldn't use that thing for granted because there are many things that you have to know as a Christian to mature in God. God is requiring for me and you to mature. God is requiring for me and you to grow so that you will descend, you return and descend between the righteous and the wicked. You see, the Bible said, then shall you return and descend between the righteous and the wicked, between the one who serve God and the one who serve him not. Yeah. You will return and descend between the righteous you will descend between good and evil. God, God, God is looking for children who are able to descend between good and evil. You see, the Bible said, that, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Redeem the time, because the days are evil. We are in the evil days. We are in the days where sin is growing. We are in the days where... Where, where someone, even when someone kills a person for money, you see, that's normal. But if you are a Christian, you need to grow in God so that you can distinguish and apprehend the things of God. You see, when you talk about the parable of the sewer, you get to know that some of them fell on the wayside. Some of them, they were choked. Some of them were of tones. But it's just few that fall on the, on the good ground. The few ones that fell on the good ground are the, are the, are the spiritual uh, symbol of matured Christians. The, the, those who fell on the wayside, the seed that fell on the wayside, the wayside uh, 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 could
couldn't couldn't mature and the bible said that the bears came and devour which means that many christians whenever they even abode in the presence of god they allowed the enemy to enter their life and and influence them for things that is against the will of god and the bible says some fell on tongues tongues many christians are choked tongues many christians are choked by the pleasures of this life yeah some fell on tongues choked they are choked by the pleasures of this life they are choked by by buildings they are choked by they, they think that when you say blessing or a blessed or someone is blessed it's money no money is a neutral thing money is something uh, that is meant to help the living of a person on this earth but money is not a sign of success money is just a one percent of a, a someone when you say someone is blessed money is one percent of it why because the love of money can turn a person to be a demon can be an evil person you see the bible says in second uh, john chapter 3 he said that i wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospered if money is the true uh, opponent of success of a person then why is it that when someone is sick on the bed why is that money cannot cure the person it should tell you that when the bible talk about about that i wish above all things that you will prosper all things which means that say i wish above all things which means everything your surrounding inside your internal system your external system the things around you god is saying that he wish above all things you prosper and be in good health even as your soul which means your mind your mentality your mentality is also prosper the, the prosperity of your mentality is your ability to use your mind to think to reason to walk in wisdom and it takes spiritual maturity Christians to walk in wisdom it takes spiritual maturity Christian I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health many christians are not even using common sense it's because they are not mature they are not mature they are not they are not applying common sense they are not mature they are not mature that's the reason why the the, the wolves the wolves among the the flock is just butchering them and just uh, swinding them for money yes because jesus said that i have sent you as a sheep in the midst of wolves so therefore be wise as serpent and be harmless as dove matthew chapter 10 verse number 16 so we cannot even identify the wolves why because we are not mature you are not matured in god how many times you spend in prayer how many times you spend reading the bible personally as a christian many people only go to church on sundays and they look at the bible only on sundays when a pastor is preaching that's all they listen to the they they read the bible only on sundays personally in your room how many times do you pray how many hours do you spend with god how many hours do you read your bible it's a sign you see jesus jesus one of the things that 
could help me after the 40 days and 40 nights fasting is that he was matured in the spirit because the bible says he was full of the spirit and he said to satan when the devil said that he should turn the stone to bread he said that man shall not live by bread alone but everywhere that proceed out of the mouth of god how many christians can boldly quote to the devil that man shall not live by bread alone but every word many christians who who, who profess they know christ is is that uh, who profess that they know christ cannot even quote the scriptures you see a christian who is in a conversation with you who doesn't quote a scripture is a sign that that person is not mature he doesn't know anything yes because when the devil came to jesus in the church the bible said jesus quote the scripture and said that man shall not live by bread alone but every word that proceed out from the mouth of god why because jesus said made us to understand that life and death lies in the power of the tongue and he also made us to understand that for the words that he spirit he speak they are spirit in their life he said that the the way the 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 the, 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 the spirit quicken it and the flesh profited nothing for the words that i speak unto you they are spirit and they are life john chapter 6 verse number 63 yes it takes spiritual maturity to know that the bible that we talk about is a spiritual food is something that the spirit man needs the spirit man doesn't eat it doesn't take in porridge the food of the spirit man is the bible and whenever you pray with god he strengthens you he grants you the strength the a presence when whenever you abode in the presence of god he grants you a strength that's why peter said that we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word peter was matured and he understood that the only thing that can make him go deeper in god that can save him from the calamity of life that can save him from the attacks of 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 this life the the, the distractions of sin is when he give himself continually to prayer and also the word of god the word of god it is sad that many go to church but they cannot quote scriptures they cannot quote the bible whenever you see christians even in their conversation the only thing you hear them talking about is uh, the colors of the dressing the colors of the makeups the colors of the, the the house the colors all of these i'm not saying is bad it's it's a blessing but you see god is not moved by blessing god is moved by those who always abide in his presence why because when we die and go to heaven all the blessing the possession we will not take it along and many a times we think that what we have in this life uh, is so valuable i'm telling you when you die and and you get a chance to be in heaven through jesus christ you understand that all the things that upon this life were vanity as the preacher said that vanity is vanity 
all is vanity. Solomon, he said it in Ecclesiastes that all the things that I get, all the wisdom, all the books, all the, the, the degrees, all those things, they are vanity. You see, everything that God has given you in this life is for you to worship Him, is to, is to accompany you, is to polish you, is to help you in your functionality of service towards Him. It's not only a pastor who is supposed to pray. Prayer is a liability. Prayer is, must be the lifestyle of a Christian. Yes, prayer. You should pray. Yes, the Bible says men always ought to pray and not to faint. A Christian who doesn't pray can easily faint. Yes, that's the reason why you don't see anything going on well with your life. Because the Bible says that for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You see, the war, the battle that we are battling is not flesh is spiritual and it takes mature you see the devil that you are dealing with is very knowledgeable he's very loaded in the things of the spirit he's matured so it takes a matured christian to fight a matured entity so if you want to fight the devil if you want to be an overcomer in this life if you want to be an overcomer of these principalities rulers of darkness spiritual wickedness in high places then you must be matured in god that's why the bible said put on the whole armor which means be matured gather be strengthened be ready train yourself as a soldier of christ someone who is serious who is serious the devil is seriously taking people to hell but many christians profess with their mouth that they want to go to heaven but honestly their attitude and their lifestyle doesn't show that they are ready for heaven but the devil is ready satan is ready and he's serious because he knows that his time is short and he's ready to take many as he can to hell but we Christians that we profess that we want to go to heaven are not serious at all. Why? Because we are doing things on our own. We do things the way that we think is good in our sight. God have mercy on us. Yes. So the problem that is facing Christianity in this 21st century is spiritual immaturity. I pray for you that may the Lord help you. May the Lord grant you the grace to mature, to go deeper in the word. The Bible says deep collect unto deep. May you be a deeper Christian. May you be a Christian full of the presence of God. May you be an abiding Christian in the presence of God. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you. Any obstacle against your life, I stand by the authority in the name of Jesus and I command those things that 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 blocks your way, that has made you a standstill, that has frustrated your life, that has made you a confused, that has kept you to be immature with God, to lose your hope in your life, in the name of Jesus Christ. One more time, if you are listening to me, you are not born again, 
as i always say jesus didn't come in this life to condemn anyone he came to take us to heaven if you are if you are listening to me you are not born again to be born again means to accept jesus christ as your personal lord and savior you are not born again you don't know that uh, uh, when you die now you don't know where you will go whether you go to heaven or you go to hell but i have a good news for you the good news for you is that jesus wants me and you to be in heaven and how can you be in heaven is when you take him as your personal lord and savior so if you are ready to 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 with your heart to pray with me i, I will i would like you to pray along this prayer with me because jesus is ready to accept you say dear lord jesus i thank you for your word i come to you just as i am from today i take you as my personal lord and savior i soak myself in the blood wash me by the blood for have mercy on me write my name in the book of life from today i repent of my sins from today I say, take hold of me. Use me for your purpose. Let your will be done. Help me. Strengthen me to be a matured Christian so that at the end when you come, I will be with you in heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Yeah, this is Reverend William from Holy Hill Chapel under the universal denomination of the Holy Spirit. God bless you for your time. God bless you for always listening to us i know that your life will never be the same if you are also listening to me and you are sick somewhere you see jesus is still the healing jesus you have pains you you have been going you have having a doctor's report the bible said the woman with an issue of blood said let me just touch his hand and i'll be whole i will be made whole i pray for you in the name of jesus touch where you are having a problem and believe jesus for healing now in the name of jesus father i pray for the one listening to me anyone going to a struggle any pain any voice any confusion any pain anything any any ulcer any any kidney failure any doctor's report that is not good about the listener oh father i pray that let your healing power overshadow the person now in the mighty name of jesus father let your healing touch touch the person now in the name of jesus anyone who is brokenhearted be healed anyone who is who is lame be healed anyone who is facing challenge in his life be healed be restored in the mighty name of jesus christ and if you know that jesus has touched you he has healed you uh, i'm putting a number online you can call this line and give a testimony you communicate with one of our pastors called pastor richard 0548 god bless you and let's meet the next time for the next episode bye bye